Welcome to the Blackcast. It is I, Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ, joined in studio, as almost always, by the one, the only, Mr. Jeff DeRay on Twitter, and uh, what's the other one? Oh, Instagram, at Jeff DeRay. And uh, how are you, Jeff? Say hi to the people. Hi, people. Oh, that was good. That was a really, that was very energetic. We've been talking <laughs> a lot about your intro. And uh, not in studio with us, as always, is at Will Sterling underscore. This is a rare exception where, Will, this is actually not the first time you've phoned in the Black Cast. We've had you phone it in before, I think. But uh, Yeah, I've phoned it in pretty much every time I'm there. <laughs> there we go. Exactly what I was looking for. We're just going to say that uh, Agent Starling uh, was going to be here with us uh, this day part, but he's on a very top-secret, important mission that... If we could tell the people listening where you were going, they'd be really excited to understand what it is. Instead, we're yeah. just going to have to keep it shrouded in mystery and just say, hashtag Will Taraj 2018. I'm driving through smoke right now. I'm ba we're basically driving into a fire. So you are headed down to the LBC to Snoop Dogg's house. Is that why there's so much smoke? Yep. That's exactly right. <laughs> yep. yep. Exactly. Uh, just smoke, though. No fires, right? Because uh, for people that don't live here in the in the Southland in Southern California, there are wildfires basically ravaging the entire area. Yes. And you don't see any fire, and though. I do not see fire, but yeah. I I forgot for a long period of time that I wasn't wearing sunglasses. Oh, right, because it's that. Because uh, I was like. It's all tinted. Oh, no, that's just the world. Well, you know, Will usually looks at the world through some kind of tinted glasses. So, uh, you know, this is this is yeah. what the world really is. But, you know, something I did have to wear sunglasses for, that's right, smooth transition, thank you very much, <laughs> uh, is that what we're really going to talk about for the majority of the episode is kind of the life-changing event that was the Infinity War trailer. And I will start, as we always do in the Blackcast, with uh, my biggest complaint which is that we didn't see any of the Netflix characters, which I was hoping For real. to see Dare just a split second, like half a second of Daredevil. That's all I no, really wanted. Danny Rand all the way, well, baby. Iron, team, <laughs> Iron Fist! Iron Fist! <laughs> He'd go in there and out-act all of them. <laughs> and out-kung fu everyone. Oh, yeah. He literally would just <laughs> kick them all in the face. <laughs> Iron Fist! Foot. But once I got over that part, I was blown away because it's it's everybody and, you know, they're sort of like, this seems to me like it's a bit of a farewell to our friends, the phase one, two, and three Avengers, you know, the getting too expensive to sign to new contracts Avengers, mm -hmm. the hope you like Ant-Man and Black Panther because they're going to be in all the movies uh, starting <laughs> in like two years. Yeah. Here's uh, yeah. Chris Evans with a beard. How handsome. He's still handsome, though, Chris Evans. No shit, he's handsome. Uh, yeah. So, Will, Chris Evans with the beard, just as handsome, more handsome, unhandsome. Tell us. America wants to know. I think I think more handsome. That is the correct answer, by <laughs> I the never, way. You I get never two? Really, uh, I never really understood his, like, overly blonde hair. Like, I understand that Steve Rogers is, like, blonde, but it was always, like... Uh, it was like in the Winter Soldier, he just looked so pretty. And like, that was my only complaint about that movie. Cause that's, I think my favorite Marvel movie. But I was like, even when him and Black Widow like showed up after like a big action sequence, like I could see that it was just like beautiful foundation with like puffy dirt makeup on them. And I was like, they just, they did not just survive like a fucking assault. <laughs> 
No, exactly. They they just walked out of hair and makeup. Uh, excuse you. Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember the beginning of that movie, but Chris Evans is so fast that he can lap <laughs> the Washington <laughs> Monument before uh, Anthony Mackie could even make it around once. On your right. Uh, anyway, uh, Jeff, any particular thoughts about the awesomeness that was the Infinity War trailer? I'm excited. Like I said, you know, Evans' beard is pretty much... <laughs> it's like That's Odin's beard. <laughs> By Evans' beard! No, I, I'm excited for it. I mean, I loved Thor Ragnarok, so I'm hoping that they continue to parlay that like level of energy and, and fun that we saw into the next Avengers movie, right? Yeah, and, I, I like them to keep it going, absolutely. Although yeah. we're going to have uh, Black Panther in between, and so hopefully there's oh, some true. fun. But that's yeah. all right. We, look, it looks like a fun <laughs> ride, too. I, I like the look of Black Panther because I'm interested to see how this plans, pans out. Plays out, whatever. And plans out, uh, plans yeah. out, yeah. Uh, just because Wakanda as like a concept, I think, is really fascinating. I was talking to Natasha about it, just the idea of this place where, like, I, I was kind of thinking of this when I was watching the Black Panther trailer last night because I went and resaw uh, Thor Ragnarok again. And uh, was it your second viewing? Second viewing. I've yes. seen it twice as well. As we were watching it, I was just thinking, like, I don't know if this is messed up or something, but it's like, oh, this is how it could have been if slavery didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like if, if they just yeah. like because I'm thinking of Wakanda as the concept of like, no, we protected ourselves when you guys started uh, stealing people. We closed our borders. We protected ourselves, became insulated and became like this super technologically advanced nation with yeah. all this extra stuff because we have this. I mean, it also helps they have vibranium there. Yeah. But um, with everything else about it, it, just to me, it seems like, oh, what a fascinating if you think of it from that concept, like how. Africa could potentially have thrived if it wasn't, like, just taking its resources. So that's going to be an exciting movie. But, of course, Infinity War, uh, you know, it, it, as good as Black Panther looks, is not filled with all of the superheroes ever. That's true. Uh, so, obviously, we'll have a lot more time to spend on that in a future Black cast. And then, also, you get the inevitable scene of Black Panther in Invi uh, yeah. Infinity War doing this to Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> scratching look, 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 scratching. Uh, now uh, I'll ask Will the same question where did where and when did you watch the Infinity War trailer for the first time you will all be able to write in the history books and remember when it was I was standing in Times Square watching it on one of those giant billboards like most events uh, are shown in movies and stuff but in the real world where were you watching it on my phone. <laughs> on your phone, but like in the middle of the night or on the toilet. On the to <laughs> like where all good stuff happens. <laughs> Pretty much. So, Will, when and where did you see the Infinity War trailer for the first time? I saw it on my cell phone uh, while I was leaned up against the front of my car after it ran out of gas on the freeway. Wow, so uh, a truly memorable <laughs> moment. Not like Jeff's on the toilet moment, but... Uh, hey, that was no. memorable. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know what? Photos are it didn't happen, so I don't know what happened when you were on the toilet. So we'll have to, you know, call that fake news. Um, yeah, so uh, did, how'd everything work out after running out of gas, by the way? Well, I guess the sensor in my tank that tells me where my gas is is broken. So I thought I had a quarter tank, and it turns out I had no gas. So I had to call a tow truck, and I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, yeah, the Infinity War trailer came out. I should just watch that. And that's... Uh, uh, it's going to cost me about over $1,000 to fix my car, which I don't have right now. So oh, no. I'm just driving around, filling up my car every, like, 200 miles just to be sure I don't run out of gas. 
Uh, that's that's exactly what I would do. I've had that problem actually. You know, my my pump has not worked. That has definitely been a problem in my life. But no, I've had, I've had that same problem where it was just always on E and it wouldn't tell you how much was there. So yeah, you have to guess. So that's not fun. But uh, for me, I had sort of a similar thing happening. My phone was blowing up all morning with people commenting on it and posting it and sharing it and. Have you seen it yet? And I didn't get a chance to watch it right away. But I, when I finally did, I was like, this is fucking mind-blowing, life-changing. And I was sitting in the cafeteria at the hospital after my daughter Lucy was born. And I just remember, oh, my God, <laughs> did Jeff try to uh, pop a cork on a can of Coke? Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, that's, uh, that, that's where I saw it was downstairs in the cafeteria at the hospital uh, after my daughter uh, was born at 3:53 in the morning, so uh, you know maybe I needed a maybe yeah. I needed a little uh, uh, pick me up. Maybe a coke. Maybe a coke. let me <laughs> let me ask you, how pissed off are you at her for being the biggest inconvenience on your entire life at one of the most crucial points of your fandom? Well, the fact that I did not get to watch the trailer right away was very disheartening. The fact that she came early yeah. is actually going to help me see uh, Star Wars Episode Eight, though. So uh, I'm going to have to thank right. her for this. It's a little bit of a trade-off. You There's know, finally a, a girl that I'm like not going to make those jokes about. <laughs> you, yeah, this is the girl, my uh, my one-week-old baby daughter. That yep. uh, hey, I found yeah. a line finally that but, I won't. Cross. By the way, you guys will appreciate this. I uh, just you know I was going around texting people. Uh, you know, this was pretty far down on the list. This was on like day five, but I texted Bujenski and I texted a picture. And I said, at this point, she was four days old. She's too old for you. Stay away. <laughs> Which, you know what his response was? Wait, you're having another kid. And I was like, yeah, we talked about it when Will, Jeff, and I visited you uh, at Big Shots in Lake Forest. He's like, oh, I'm a terrible friend. And I was like, you know what? First of all, yes, you are. Second of all, you know, it's really just one of those things where, you know, he was very emotional that night and very drunk, but, you know, mostly drunk. Anyway, yeah. so uh, that's my big news. I think secondarily, you have to give credence to the fact that last time you told us you were having a baby, you sung it to us. Well, so that was that, that we was were a little having bit... a baby. That wasn't the actual birth announcement for sure. But yeah. I'm just saying, like to Yuchinsky, it might have helped oh, if you sang him oh, a little yeah, yeah, tune. Yeah. You're right. He needs, yeah, he needs to have everything sung to him musically. Um, which is unfortunate, a uh, little uh, teaser to the future, that he won't be able to attend uh, Will's upcoming birthday because there will be some more karaoke, so we could give Bujenski all kinds of news if he were coming. Oh. Yeah, he's probably not. No, he's definitely not because Saturdays he has all sorts of uh, MC duties in a cowboy oh, that's hat. Right. Yeah. That's right. Um, Anyway, uh, so I had this fun idea that uh, we were going to act like uh, the Infinity War was the really significant thing that happened that day. Um, and then I realized, you know what, that's true. But I am still excited about my daughter. That was great. Uh, so it, it's kind of crazy. And, you know, some, some advice to the, to the fellas who haven't uh, had babies yet. When your wife, girlfriend, partner, or whatever has, starts to go into contractions, you know you want to go. You want to go to the hospital, you know, pretty much right away. Um, so let's uh, backtrack a little bit. Heather had her regular doctor's appointment uh, last Tuesday, the twenty eighth of November, and her doctor said, "Oh, okay. Well, you know things are moving along. Uh, there's a fifty fifty chance that you'll make it here for next." 
Tuesday's appointment. What she should have said is, there's a 100% chance that you'll be holding your baby in 12 hours. Because <laughs> that is definitely what happened. Heather was uh, a little well. panicked because we were expecting, you know, she uh, arrived 21 days before the due date. So this was, you know, Felix was 10 days early. This was crazy early. And there was a little bit of a panic that kept her awake until like 12.30, 1 a.m. trying to do all sorts of things that we hadn't gotten to yet. And uh, Jeff, do you have a question? You look like you have. Uh, you want to know more? No, I was going to say this is going to look good on her preschool application. She's already eager. She's very eager. Yeah, and I think that she really didn't want a December birthday because, as our friend Coltrane would tell us, if you have a birthday any time in December, you get lumped together at Christmas time, and you're it's like, true. "Hey, I got you one big gift." Yeah. And if she's this late in uh, November, then you get sometimes you get uh, Thanksgiving, so That's you can true. have like. A party but, on your birthday. But, Will, uh, you should appreciate that Lucy had the respect to not horn in on your birthday. Good. Because your birthday isn't the 29th, right? Uh, no. Okay, good. I had it to make, is not the 29th. I had to make sure because— well, my uh, friend Kelly Pointer, SLC Green Arrow's birthday is the 29th. So how dare she? No, that's all right. That's cool. You know, if we, you know, one day we'll do a sit down with uh, SLC Green Arrow and uh, yeah. we will trade stories about the 29th of November. Anyway, Heather uh, is, you know, goes to bed you know, at 1230. And then she wakes up at 2 a.m. And when she goes into the bathroom, the, she turns the light on, which is not standard operating procedure. So I'm like, uh oh, the light's on. And. Uh, she had started having contractions, and uh, so we had to uh, sort of literally just a few hours earlier told everybody in her family, like, hey, I think uh, I think the baby's going to come a little early, so, uh, you know, please leave your cell phones on at night. So I called her sister to come over because she's only over in Hollywood, so she was able to be there in 20 minutes. We called her parents who needed to take care of Felix. They had to drive up from the OC, so that was a you know hour and a half or so. So uh, we do that, and we we get to the emergency room at the hospital because you know it's like almost three a.m. and we check in. We're filling out paperwork, and that's about three o'clock. And uh, three fifty-three, the baby was born. And for anyone that uh, has kids or has been born before, you might understand that. Wow, that was really fast. And uh, <laughs> Felix was fast, but not like this. This was crazy, and. The admitting nurses, I think, didn't realize quite how far along she was right away because they're asking the usual questions, you know, the the various questionnaires and things. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're going to call the doctor. And the doctor got to the hospital really fast in 10 minutes. However, uh, Lucy was faster and could not wait for the doctor. <laughs> so the uh, they have an on-call doctor who visits the floor just to make sure to oversee. But really the, the nurses that were there basically delivered Lucy. So... It was just a whirlwind, uh, I can't imagine, for Heather, uh, especially because it happened so fast and she was so far along, she wasn't able to get the epidural, which ladies who have had the drugs when they delivered, the idea of not having it was a, there was definitely a petrified look on her face. But even if they had given it to her right when we got there, it wouldn't have kicked in by the time Lucy was out. Cause she's like, nope, I'm, I'm coming out. I I'm want the world to, out. I want the world to know. I just have like, I'm so convinced in my mind, your baby is a genius. Like every time you talk about how quickly she came out of Heather, yeah. for whatever reason, I'm just imagining her with a violin in like advanced placement class 
classes, just baby genius. Well, I mean, she's Chinese, so she's going to be a super what? genius. You know? I mean, she's going to invent like no. some kind of super no. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> is everything going all right on the drive, Will? This is. Uh, We're getting to our locate our destination here. And the package will be Am delivered I... shortly, is what you're saying. Yes. The surprise to the listeners, if you're still recording, we there are. will be an announcement about why I'm going north on the 101. Let's just say there's going to be all sorts of announcements in the next couple months. Um, the first announcement yeah. we might as well go ahead and make here. Uh, Jeff will be transitioning. Mm -hmm. uh, to a lizard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, well, Will, I know you have a very uh, pressing business to get to, but uh, just a couple quick things. Uh, any thoughts yeah. on the name Lucy for someone who is such a Peanuts fan as yourself? Peanuts? Yes. Yeah. My first question was, is she going to, is she crabby already? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> She's actually very crabby. Okay. And Jeff already made the joke, so go ahead. I was saying, uh, ask Lucy for advice, five cents. Yeah, that's already happening. That's uh, right. And that yeah. is indeed the Lucy that uh, put this name in our mind uh, many years ago before we actually had children or were having them. Oh. And uh, not Lucy as in Lucille Ball. Um, yeah, she's kind of a she's kind of a naggy broad. I'm not I'm not down with that. Nor but, Lucy Liu's well, uh, no. depiction of that character in Charlie's Angel. No, Lucy Liu definitely because she's Chinese again. So obviously, that's didn't she like beat the crap out of uh, somebody? She got oh, uh, her and Bill Murray like got in a fight oh, on right. the first Charlie's Angels. And then Bill Murray was in no. Well, there were only two Charlie's Angels yeah. movies. Uh, and Will. We'll go back to talking about some uh, some baby stuff and observations, uh, but this is the first opportunity that Jeff and I have had to congratulate you on the Blackcast for the Superman radio drama that you did, which oh, yeah. I think at this point we're able to reveal who the crossover was, right, Will? Yes, I had to. I I kept it as long as possible just because I wanted pe some people to be genuinely surprised. I don't know if anybody was, but then, I was surprised. Like, on the last day of pushing on social media, I was like, okay, I'll reveal what it is just to see if it'll drive more listeners. So, yeah. And it's the Doctor. It's the Doctor. And mm -hmm. is it called Superman Relative Dimensions, or did I remember the naming correctly? No, that's right. And is it found at motivationreport.com slash Superman, or is that also not correct? That is correct. Look at that. I didn't have any. Look, you, there's no notes in front no of me. All all, you, apparently, all you know is that you know nothing. All I know, all I know is that I just don't trust myself to, <laughs> to know the things. Um, right. Jeff and I both really enjoyed it, and we mm -hmm. talked about that in past Blackcasts where you were unavailable. Um but we do think you know two people that ought to have been included in the cast. Uh, do you have anything to say about that, Jeff? I do. What the hell? Felix <laughs> and Christian are amazing actors. Uh, yeah, I have I've recorded an audition of Felix uh, saying exterminate for the second one, so you better include him. That okay. actually would be great, okay. like a baby Dalek, and then use Felix's voice. Look, I'm, we're just trying. We're just pitching ideas. Yeah, to we're you. just spitballing here, yeah. buddy. Uh, and overall, the uh, the response to anybody that I know that checked it out was great. Uh, what were some of the your favorite things that you heard from people who told you that they had listened to it? Um, it made made some people cry. Mm. It. Uh, I mean, people thought that it was well done, which I know it was. I spent a lot of time on it. I'm very proud of it. That uh, they thought it was funny and you know, like a good. There was a lot of obviously a lot of love and fan 
heart put into it that I think came through. So people, I think, had a good time. Yeah, I think it's very apparent how much you like all the characters. You like the Doctor and, of course, Superman and Friends, even even Jimmy Olsen, which I yeah. appreciated. Uh, you know, take that, yeah. Zack Snyder. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Olsen can be in the story. Um, oh, except right. he's, except he's on Supergirl. I forgot, and, <laughs> and he's he's black. But anyway, no, James. That's James Olsen. Oh, you're right. That is James Olsen. I that's thought a, that was Jamal Olsen. Olsen. <laughs> that's yeah. a very different, uh, very different Olsen. Uh, and congratulations on that. And did the big social media push help in terms of uh, downloads and listens and things, or is it uh, hard to tell those sort of things? A little bit. I also sent a bunch of Facebook messages to like Superman and Doctor Who fan groups that had a lot of followers to see if they would share it on their page, and they did. And I think. Maybe Maybe there was some uptick there and didn't hasn't quite taken off the way that I'd like it to. But uh, I guess you never know. It's on the Internet forever now. So uh, something could catch fire a year afterward. Right. And this is a yet another plug to all of Black Cast Nation, which encompasses, you know, at, at least one territory in half of one town of one county or something. So we're telling Black Cast Nation to if you listen once, listen again. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, Will, one final thing about the motivation report, the Christmas episode, when is that expected to be posted? It's probably going to be the Friday before Christmas. So people will have the weekend when they're traveling to listen to it, get their holiday holiday, uh, their holiday kick. Well, I believe, that, I believe that that is the 22nd of December. So uh, we'll uh, keep an eye out for that. It's uh, very exciting because uh, for people that don't know, Will did the big Christmas episode last year, which was a lot of fun. It was like it was like an old timey variety show. Is it going to be in the same spirit as that Christmas special or is it a stay it, tuned? You'll never know what you might get. It's going to be called Chris Mass, the be... Christmas Massacre. <laughs> Happy right. holidays. Christmas <laughs> asshole. And it's just a bunch of angry Boston's like, you fucking Santa Claus, you never brought me what I wanted. So, Jeff, you you're going to be like a bunch of different characters. Yeah. Christmas, what Christmas kind of asshole. present is that? A queer? You think you know how to drive? <laughs> you clearly didn't get your car at Bach Toyota. What? You don't even use your indicators. <laughs> your blinkers. Your blinkers. <laughs> Get them shits on, you fucking retard. You got you got all the Boston slang that would be offensive in any other accent. But in that accent, it's just like, what? That's just how we talk. I used to live across the street from Harvard Yard. From Harvard Yard. Uh, and then, uh, Will, in a, in a near future Blackcast, we're hopefully going to be able to recap... The aforementioned Will Sterling uh, 30th birthday blowout. Yeah. So uh, a big preemptive Hopefully. happy 30th birthday to the Will Sterling. Thank you. Big blowout blowjobs. I don't blow know if I deserve it, but I'll take it. Uh, you deserve it. Come on. You're you know you're on. The, hey, you're on the Mount Rushmore of the Black Cast. Now, granted, there's only four people, but you're still on the Mount Rushmore. So. So wait, it's Christian, it's okay. it's me, Will. David and Ken and and Captain EO. God, I'm I'm on the other side facing away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm, wait, I forget. There was somebody who was like, "Are they going to add more faces to Mount Rushmore?" I remember somebody asking me that once, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, on the back." On the back. <laughs> well, that's true. And Jeff is on the back of the Mount Rushmore. Uh, anyway, Will, uh, there's a, there's a lot of excitement to come. And uh, I don't want to do it now, but uh, we, we still have to talk to you about Thor, about Justice League, whether or not you've watched The Punisher. So that's all stuff to tease for the future. But we need to let you get back to your secret mission. You are, as we say... Yes, we're trying to find out where we're going. It's a little confusing, but we'll make it. Okay. 
Well, so for the sake of Black Cast Nation, we're going to say goodbye to... Thanks for being a real sport. Anytime. You know me. I'm always down to contribute (laughs) any way that I can. (laughs) I have every intention of at least making an appearance on Saturday for a little while. I saw that there's a change of venue, but uh, I can still make it out. Just to make it a little easier on myself. On yourself. Exactly. Because whose birthday is it? That's right. All right, man. Uh, Thanks for uh, squeezing this in. Yeah. Get some... Considering everything's on fire. Yeah. Everything's on fire. Fire. Yeah. Exactly. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, oh, yeah. Heaven's on fire. All right. Oh, Will, before right. you go, Will Sterling, you know everything's on fire. I think you got to call out the firehouse. All the right. revolution will not be televised. <laughs> the revolution is here. <laughs> and on that note, we say a bit fond, fond adieu to Agent Sterling, not forever, just for this episode. That was pretty cheesy. Yep. That was yeah. pretty cheesy. Fond to do. Fond to do. <laughs> Jeez. I can't believe I'm stuck with this guy now for the rest of the show. Because he's got he's he's drinking a Coke, so now he's, uh, oh, I got all, I got all my jokes. I got, I got sugar in me. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, back, back to work, as you were, Agent Sterling. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Talk to you soon. And, of course, he's at Will Sterling underscore, uh, at Motivate Report, if you want to follow it on Twitter. And you hear that? That was a little <laughs> Skype hang up. I like it. I'm leaving that in. That's called production value. Yeah, it's like, oh, we called him via Skype on his cell phone while he was driving uh, north, south, east, or west of here. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Because there's fires in every direction. So he cannot betray where he's going. I think that my observation about him heading south to the LBC to see Snoop is a fairly accurate Mm -hmm. one. So it's just you and I now, and it's awkward because, you know, I don't particularly like you, but, (laughs) you know, I guess we'll we'll keep on keeping on as it were. Yeah. Yeah, you know. We've never, ever done a show, the two of us. We've never, ever done a show, the two of us, where Will's on the phone. Or Will's not here. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he's he's got a little bit of a crazy week, and he's going to cut loose at that 30th birthday party. Now, you and Agent Romanoff are going Mm -hmm. to be at the party, correct? Yes, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, well pretty I'm sure. like, uh, barring some sort of emergency. Oh, or yeah. Something. Well, yeah. it's the same with me, you know, because yeah. now I got two kids. Yeah. But uh, we're going to put the, yeah, I'm going to put Felix to bed and I'm like, you stay asleep <laughs> because Pennywise is under your crib. See you later, honey. <laughs> I don't know that how long we're going to be uh, able to stay because we're going to be uh, house sitting in Echo Park, but. We'll definitely say as long. Yeah, as I mean, I'm gonna go for a while. Look, there's a karaoke part and there's a dance part, so there's a very clear break in the evening yeah. for when I will not continue. You know, we're gonna have to come up with some good songs. Uh, I don't know what songs. Uh, now, I do remember for my first. Well, not my first, but my birthday party where we announced that we were going to have Felix. I believe you sang Big Papa. I did. Which was amazing because I had a shirt that had been made that said, I love it when you call me Big Papa. It was pretty. It was perfect because it was before your announcement. So I didn't even have any clue. No idea. Secondarily, I was pretty new on this show and I'm rapping Notorious Big IG. Big IG. Big IG. I'm not sleepy at all. I'm not sleepy. Uh, yeah, speaking of sleepy, that's uh, something to take into consideration when uh, when you have a kid. Um, you know, there's this thought that they're sleeping. Now I can finally get stuff done. What we learned with our son is like, well, that's actually the only time that you're going to be able to sleep if they're sleeping during the day mm. because they sure as shit don't sleep at night. And, uh, you know, Lucy is uh, is a little bit she's what they call a late preemie. So she uh, weighed in at a lean, mean five pounds, 14 ounces, which is OK. You know, it's all right. It's just it's a little smaller. Like Felix was uh, almost eight. He was like, uh, I'll be embarrassed. I think it was seven pounds, 10 ounces. And, uh, you know, so she's a little bit small. She's very small. And because she came so early and I know it's so hard 
to use the words came and hard <laughs> on this show of all shows, the mm-hmm. black cast, and we're talking about my baby daughter and the I bells think right it, here. I think the fact that we have shown such complete yeah. restraint is telling. Yeah, maybe we'll just have a little bit of a bell off at the end of the show for just any <laughs> the, yeah, any pent up feelings there. <laughs> Uh, so she, you know, she was delivered a little early and I guess because of that is very clingy and likes to be held pretty much constantly, which Felix was like, Mm-mm, get those hands off me. You know, he was like, I'm sleeping in here. It's a, uh, it's a little, it's a little bit, what's well, a lot rough on my wife because, uh, you know, she wants to eat a lot, you know, she's very hungry and, uh, I'm pretty sure she gets that from me, but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're welcome, Lucy. Uh, and, you know, look, the the serious part of the conversation that uh, I'm in no way you know, embarrassed that this is what happened, but it's a fact that she was born with a cleft lip. So it's something that we're going to have some plastic surgery in a, a couple months, I think, somewhere in that range. She has to get bigger so that she's strong enough to be able to, you know, go through the surgery without any concerns. So one of the concerns was that, well, was she going to be able to nurse? Are we going to have to only feed her in these special bottles and things? And it turns out, you know, it's it's not so bad uh, it, that she's not able to do all the normal things, which is great. Um, and, you know, look, I, I'll, I'll admit I didn't know what it was going to look like, but uh, it's, it doesn't change anything. You know, you see that face and you're just like, oh, my God, that's that's the most precious, adorable little tiny face because she's so much smaller than Felix was. Uh, yeah. And she was, let's see, 17 and a half inches long, which on any other installment of the black cast, if anything was 17 and a half inches long, I would say that person is a liar. <laughs> but in this case, it's actually true. Uh, so uh, she's very little. She's she's darn right precious, though, and we do mm-hmm. uh, we we love her. And uh, yes. Oh, I was just going to ask with the uh, cleft lip. It sounded like, and I didn't know if I was mistaken, you knew it was going to yes. be that way before? Yeah. So okay. I alluded uh, a while ago on the black cast. There were a couple of things that had us concerned about, uh, well, now Lucy Black, but back then just Baby Girl Black. Uh, there was a, a, a very little minor like blip on an ultrasound about her heart. So we had to mm. see a specific... Uh, well, a pediatric cardiologist that's someone who specializes in it, which I can imagine that the good part of that job must make you feel great. Yeah. But being a pediatric cardiologist when things are not going well, I, I can't, I, you know, I don't even want to try and imagine what they see and what they have to go through. But she was great. She took a look and she said, it, it, you know, I, I see what they were talking about, but it's, it's nothing really to worry about. You know, you guys are fine. But we had the original concern about her heart the same day that we were told about the cleft lip. So when you're able to like, well, look, the cleft lip, that's there. That's definitely going to happen. The secondary thought of, so what? You know, it could be a cleft face, you know? I mean, it's something you can fix. And the fact that it's not her heart, because if it was this thing and it's something with the aortic arch, it's it's something I don't really understand that much about the inner workings of the heart because I don't have one and I can't feel, (laughs) which is why I'm trying to make light during something that's very serious. She would have instantly had to have like open heart surgery. She would be born. And, you know, because we had this concern when she was delivered, when we were in the delivery, room there was like a whole team from the the NICU the intensive care for uh neonatal or I guess that's what the N is I don't know it's for mm. but uh, they were there just in case you know so that they were on top of it we're gonna bring her to a specialist uh, actually tomorrow and we're gonna just take you know have have an EKG make sure that everything is still okay that uh, the original readings were good and you know we're gonna meet with somebody at Children's Hospital LA about the cleft lip so you know all that stuff's gonna be fine but 
it was a very upsetting time, the idea that our little baby could be born with a, a heart condition of any kind. You know, I was able to tell my wife that, uh, you know, I have a, a friend that I know from NBC, my friend Ron Mata, who one day will be on the Blackcast to talk about a whole host of things. But his son was born with a very similar condition. Uh, you know, Jimmy Kimmel's son has had a number of surgeries. And Ron's son is 13, 14 now, and he doesn't even have to, you know, go through any of the same checkups that he had to go through every year or whatever. So I was able to be encouraged, but then to be told, like, you know, we don't think that uh, you have that. And obviously you always want to knock on wood or plexiglass when you hear these things. But there were definitely so there definitely were some moments in the pregnancy that uh, it was a little stressful and there was some relief. So. Uh, that's what I was talking about. Actually, I'm not great with. I'm really good with uh, episode and issue numbers for TV shows, like and you know, Uncanny X Men and stuff. But for numbers of the black cast, I, I'm not great. I don't remember what episode it was, but I did allude to uh, something like this happening. Mm -hmm. So we knew to. That's the long answer. But the fact of the matter is, we knew about the cleft lip, so we were prepared for it. And like I said, I really didn't know what it was going to look like. And you see her, and it, it's. I don't know. It's not one of those things where I'm like, oh my god, my baby's not cute. You know, she's yeah. adorable. Of course. And I just love that face. And, you know, the original picture that we posted on Facebook, letting everybody know, she we already had like a really cute picture from her first day where her arm was over her face. And we're like, let's do the first one like that. And we're not going to hide from it. We'll definitely post pictures where you can see it. But we just thought, you know what, maybe it'd be a little bit of a distraction if right away people see that. And we just want people to be like, oh, congratulations. That's great. Oh, yeah. Lucy, that's a cute name. And then, you know, subsequent posts. I mean... Um, I see it all, every single baby I've ever seen in my entire life, I don't have that gene in me yet, and I probably won't have it until, like, I'm an actual parent or something. You mean until after, whoops! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> until after she refuses. Uh, <laughs> then, uh, but I'm saying, like, I don't know, I just, I don't have that innate, like, the way I see animals, like, oh, it's a puppy, and my heart melts. I see babies, and I'm like... Oh, I see them as responsibility, yeah. like little responsibility <laughs> nuggets. So, well, I still will like if I was around it, I'm sure be like, oh, you're so adorable. And like genuinely love uh, on the baby for who it is. I don't ever see pictures of babies like I can't even I mean, maybe if one of my sisters has one, it'll change my mind, too. Yeah, but I think if you if you were to have, you know, a, nieces a sibling and or, yeah. And if you especially if you get to hold them when they're like really little, like, yeah. you know, I mean, a few days old or something like I had never. Yeah, I'm a parent and I had never held a baby this little because Felix mm. was bigger than this. So it's just such a weird thing. And I mean, she's still so small. It's just the the slightest little little thing. And you just it's a lot. It's a lot to process. You know, it's a it's a lot to uh, to consider. But I, I know what you're saying. And also seeing it as responsibility, it actually gave me the thought that there should be a video that uses the effect if you remember from fight club when he looks around his apartment and you see what everything the, yeah. costs from buying it through catalogs online and stuff like that uh that's what you should do it's like you just look around a room and it's like all the things you know it could be the things that your kid could potentially hurt themselves on and what the emergency room visit would cost and, you know the, the cast and the surgery you know the yeah, uh, just college like, yeah it goes off from yeah. every point of every table yeah, like it's everything. like everything yeah death, it's, death, it's, death, uh, da, da. it's something else i feel like that's how women's minds work 
work. Like they, yeah. with their children, they're Where, like everything's out to kill my baby, including the father. The uh, <laughs> yeah. the irresponsibility of it, you know. There's there are some great videos online that it's like you know what dad sees, and it's a video of a dad like you know tossing his son like very lightly up in the air, you know, which I do with Felix, mm-hmm. and then the it's like what mom sees, and you see like he like heaves the kid way up in the sky, <laughs> and, and like you know, barely catches him when he comes back down like ten seconds later. So I think it's a little bit of a different perspective but i will say it's certainly a uh, team effort you know uh i and look i i certainly know a number of uh, single parents and uh i uh, i don't know how they do it yeah i don't know how jason blair did it with three all at once you know because i've i've got two and one of them can tell me what he wants so <laughs> I, I mean like at least i have that you know and right now felix is going through a uh, i don't like it. he doesn't like anything mm. so what he means is i don't want but he'll say he'll tell me things like I don't like lunch. I'm like I don't I don't think that's true. He's like you know he's like I don't like pizza. Now I know that's not true because you would not be my kid if if that were true. So uh yeah, but Back to uh, the sewers with you pizza non-rat. <laughs> <laughs> pizza non-rat. Uh anyway, so it's uh you know it was it was it, it was actually, you know, I kind of made light of it at the beginning. It it was like kind of a nice respite to be able to sit down in the cafeteria at the hospital. You know, my my wife was getting her sleep on cuz she needed it. And I was just like, yeah, I just need to eat something. And I had seen on my phone, like, all these, like, okay, I get it, Infinity War. I want to <laughs> see it. And to just be able to, it was, like, kind of the most relaxing moment just to be able to, like, yeah, just this, I don't care about anything for these two minutes. Obviously, I care about everything. But I don't have to worry for two minutes. Everything's okay. To just well, be able to watch it, it was, it was like... I, I should have watched it again. You know, I should have uh, I should have taken notes. But uh, it was just a, it was just a good feeling. And, you know, the baby coming and you know, see again, I'm trying not to use that word, but I think sometimes you have to. Yeah. Um, but uh, being 21 days early, there was it was so hard to plan out the month of December. But she's just like, no, it's cool. I got this, you know, and as it was getting closer my wife won't mind me saying she got really big and the baby had kind of dropped a little bit, which is when you know she's ready. And we're like, I don't know. We're not going to make it to the due date, but how far are we going to make it? And at one point we were like, let's just get past Thanksgiving. You know, I, I don't know that my wife agreed with that sentiment. <laughs> like, I think she wanted much later than that. But I was just like, yeah, you know what? After Thanksgiving, that'll be great. And, uh, she at least gave us that, you mm-hmm. know. It was the uh, Wednesday after Thanksgiving, you know. I had done most of my After Buzz shows for the week, so that was uh, I appreciated <laughs> her respecting the business side of things. Uh, I was not able to do uh, the South Park Weekly that same night, and uh, I think that was all understood by everyone. But it was a fucking Terrence and Philip episode, and they're my favorites. And I was just like, oh, my God, how did I miss that? <laughs> That's all right, Lucy. I'm not going to hold it against you. And by the way, f- speaking of my AfterBuzz TV shows, if any of you in Blackcast Nation watched or listened to any of those shows, you would have known this already. So big shout out to David Hines on Twitter, who direct messaged me, and I appreciate appreciated him not just posting it on Twitter where everybody would see. He saw that I mentioned it on Marvel TV Weekly, and uh, he just gave me congratulations. So everybody else clearly has not watched any of my shows this week. <laughs> uh, Mark Hunt, Rafe Gutman, usually uh, checks out the Star Trek Weekly show that we do, but clearly he did not see this one because... Uh, the congratulations would be forthcoming, but I welcome all of your congratulations now uh, at Christian DMZ 
at Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, The Blackcast on Facebook. And uh, you can't comment on blackcast.com, but once I go through the list, I, I feel like I should always mention B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T.com. That's all the important stuff. That's, that's all the shit right there. <laughs> right there, that's all the shit. The uh, revolution will not be televised. It will be podcasted. <laughs> So, Jeff, while I'm rambling on all these mm -hmm. uh, concerns about uh, baby stuff, what does this make you think as a 30-year-old man? Because I know me at 30, uh, I was, uh, I mean, I can't say, I, look, I was with Heather at that point, so I certainly was ready in some sense, but yeah. I wasn't uh, I wasn't itching for it. Does, it, does this uh, terrify you from parenthood? Does it keep your, your opinion exactly the same? Or? So, interesting, uh, I've been thinking a lot uh, while you were talking about The Sopranos, because I've been watching The Sopranos for the first time, actually. I had oh, never really? oh, I'd seen great. an episode and stuff before, but I had never really watched the whole show. Right. So we, I'm, I'm only like three episodes left in the entire series. And interestingly enough, that one of the things they were just talking about is like, because, yeah, as you know, a uh, major part of the premise is the psychology with Tony Soprano and everything. And uh, there was a scene where I think it was actually Janice discussing the psychology of, like, their mom and the children. And it was like once the children started expressing their own ideas and were, like, separate from her, she started resenting them yeah. and hating them. And I just think about the way that I am and how, like, selfish I am in so many senses. And I am just, like, terrified of the concept of being a bad parent because not to get too intense for anybody but it was like my childhood had its rough patches <laughs> to say the least to say the least sure that made it that much harder on my mom who had plenty of issues so like seeing how she was with me and the things that you like don't want to do with your kids and then listening to all these concepts and then just being like a selfish 30 year old i'm like oh there's no way i should never be a parent i'd just be awful but i'm pretty sure the reality is at least from what you hear a lot is like once I actually would, like, if I actually got, let's say, in, hypothetically in this situation, not that she'll ever listen to this and get too excited, Natasha pregnant. Uh, no! <laughs> and uh, That's going to be the title of the episode, Natasha pregnant. Damn it! Uh, but anyway, so if you did, If yes. I did, then I'm sure, you know, it would become real, and then you start taking a, a hold of those responsibilities. And then, of course, they say uh, for dads, it's like once you hold the baby, that's when you really become a father and all those things. So I understand I'm still long before those transitions, but just trying to make that immediate jump in my head of like, oh, now I'm a father. I'm like, nope, don't do it, Jeff. <laughs> you don't ruin the world <laughs> like that. The, the, the world you're in is a, it's a pretty good one for you. Yeah. And it's just, I think it just changes your world. It doesn't necessarily make it worse, but you know, for other people, I, I suppose. Oh, I'm not does. worried about my world. I'm worried about the, the world at large. The world at large. The, the damage well, I could do world, yeah. as a, well, I mean that too, but just, <laughs> okay. I also have been watching a lot of true crime stuff. And oh if, boy. If, there's a, yeah. if there's a central theme in true crime, especially with serial killers, it's the damage done by parents. Yeah. And like bad parenting and, and selfish people being a parent. And so, again, it makes me just think like, shoot, I got a lot of problems. I get a lot of anger and stuff. If I transferred that into like another rage filled youth and and made some missteps and i mean i don't see myself doing any of the horrible horrible things that you hear that happens to all these serial killers because i'm not a i don't abuse i would never abuse a child sure, and all those not. awful awful things they say but i'm just like i don't know even just from a psychological standpoint like i don't know that jeffrey dahmer was super abused by his parents and look at what that guy did 
And as a parent, you're terrified that anything is going to be the thing that turns your kid into a serial killer. You know, it's like, oh, should I have paid a little bit more attention when they were telling me that one story when they were 18 months old? I mean, do you ever think about this with your kids? Constantly. You just like uh, you want to do this right. And, you know, with Felix being two and it it is called terrible twos and he's he's not that terrible. But there are moments where he is terrible (laughs) and. Trying not to lose your shit is very difficult. And look, there's times where uh, I don't think I handle it as well as I should. And it's frustrating because he's two and he's very emotional. He knows what he wants. He knows what he likes. Look, he's going to say, I don't like pizza. Clearly, he's very confused with the world that he lives in. And I just I, I just try to help negotiate not even negotiate with him because that's apparently a whole thing you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to negotiate with your kids. <laughs> there was like a handout from a group that uh, my wife and I used to go to that we came across uh, right before. Children are last... terrorists. No, that it was just don't negotiate. Yeah, we do not negotiate with children. <laughs> and I was just like, man, that's a lot of negotiations. It's like, well, if you do this, you know, after we get ready, you can watch a video. But to me, he wakes up. He's like, well, watch a video. And I'm like, yeah, you can do that after we get ready. And I don't like Get Ready. And I was like, well, I know, but that's why at the end of it, you're going to get to watch a video. And I guess that there's a school of thought that you shouldn't do that. But, God, I don't know what else to do. And the idea that I should be doing something different, it's, you know, and, you know, he'll be listening to this when he's in therapy, you know, in his 20s. And he'll be like, yeah, exactly, Dad. This is what you did wrong. You know what? You should have just told me there were no videos, that that the videos were broken. Yeah. Or I think the reality is that no one ever knows how to deal with anyone else's child because every human being is a completely different individual. And even amongst each of your children, you're probably going to have to parent them differently. I, I definitely think that that's the case. I mean, my parents had to definitely parent. The three of us had to be parented very differently. You know, it's kind of a frowned upon technique now, but uh my mom would say sometimes you'd have to hit my brother just to get his attention because literally he was like off in his own head. And my sister was a girl and uh, that was a whole different world <laughs> because you'd had the two boys and then you have a girl and it's like, and I, I you know, I was a little, I was a little shit. I would say to my mom, I was like, well, you always wanted a girl, didn't you? <laughs> and look what you got. Uh, but you know what? Now I've got a girl, and uh, so it'll it'll all come back around. But, uh, you know, there are a lot of things that I worry about. And, yeah, you worry about it constantly. What could happen to them when they're not with you? I, I can't let myself think about that. But yeah. you see, especially some of the shit that happens on the news, you're just like, uh, oh, my God. And i not usually emotionally affected a lot by the news, but especially, look, you hear about, like, that church shooting in Texas. Well, there were children shot. And just hearing that, and I was just like, I will not watch any coverage of that story as I'm hearing about it because, I'm like, I'm going to see a picture of a kid, and I'm going to lose it. And I, I don't need to see that. Not that it wasn't upsetting when I didn't have kids, and, you know, you heard about Newtown in Connecticut, and you saw all those faces. That was terrible. But now when you have a kid and you can imagine like your kid's face there, it's forget it. So it's like I try to not worry too much about the stuff I can't control. You just try to, you know, make good choices. And, you know, look, his preschool, he's very safe because celebrities go there. So clearly <laughs> it must it must be a good one. But uh, in all seriousness, yeah, you you worry about it uh, all the time. And. You, you just try to, to enjoy the moments where you're letting them be a kid and they're happy, uh, you know. Uh, 
kind of a, a great thing that happened at Thanksgiving was before dinner time, we were watching a couple of Thanksgiving specials. We were watching the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, which is not considered the best by many. I wish Will was here, not just because I dislike Jeff, but also because <laughs> we could talk about it. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you laughed. Um, but he did enjoy that. And as with the Charlie Brown Halloween special, when Snoopy's not on screen, he's like, where's Snoopy? Where's Snoopy? Because that's, that's who he likes. But we also watched... The Garfield Thanksgiving. And mm. there's a moment where he laughed out loud. And he he will laugh sometimes because he'll make himself laugh or he'll like, you know, think that something's funny in a video. But watching a cartoon that I liked when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and you know, Garfield's owner, or as Felix would call him, Garfield's daddy, John, <laughs> is trying on outfits because he has a girl coming over for Thanksgiving dinner. And he, every time he comes out of the closet with a different outfit, Garfield goes. So to this, this is like two weeks ago. Felix is still like, you know, he'll want to talk about it. So he'll be like, Daddy, what's Garfield's daddy's name? And I'm like, all right, I know what he was. He's like, well, I don't know. Why don't you tell me, John? Yeah, and what happened? John came out of the closet. Garfield go, and he loves going, and he laughed so hard when it happened. And I'm just like, that to me, that's a great moment. There's so many great moments in being a parent, but it's like, oh, this was something I liked. And my kid is laughing at it. And I, I love that idea. Uh, we put up the Christmas tree. He got to help. I'm using air quotes. He helped. You know, he put a couple of ornaments on that wouldn't break if he dropped them. But one of our greatest ornaments is an upside down Spider-Man. He's hanging on a web. And it's from uh, the Hallmark store. Uh, I forget from a few years ago. But if you push the button, it plays the Spider-Man theme song from the 60s. Nice. So uh, I would push it. And Felix looked at it. And he said something about from the computer or like the computer. And when he was much smaller, when we didn't really use the iPad to hand it to him or anything, every once in a while I would show him the 60s Spider-Man theme song. And he loved it. And I know we talked about this about a year ago on the Blackcast because uh, I think it was Thanksgiving. We had him dressed in his little Spider-Man pajamas and... I played it on my phone and he ran out to the Spider-Man theme and uh, everybody loved that. But so he remembers that he used to watch it and he used to love the Spider-Man theme. And I'm like, look, I don't know. There's, I could be doing some of the other things wrong, you know, trying to negotiate getting him to finish his dinner. But I mean, he knows Spider-Man's awesome, you know. And, Cut the basics. Yeah, and I and I sent him a picture one. I sent Will a picture once where Felix was playing with Wonder Woman and Batgirl. I'm like, see, look, that's what you want to see, you know, because yeah. he's he's got like a whole a whole universe of uh, of DC friends and uh, you know Superman, whatever. But uh, oh, but who he really likes is Joker. Someday I'll have to try and record him. I'll be like, what does Joker say? And he tries to do the laugh, but not the Mark Hamill laugh. Uh, the, which laugh? Just a laugh because oh, he knows okay. that he the, laughs. He, just he, as long as it's not the Jared Leto laugh. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, so the laugh that I do is a Cesar Romero one. Okay. So I'm like, this is Joker. Acceptable. He says, <laughs> and so he thinks that's funny. And so sometimes he'll just say, uh. but anyway, these are all things that I'll have to apply to two children now. And, uh, you know, it's. Uh, it's a lot, but uh, fortunately, my wife's family lives close. I think the first five nights of Lucy's life that, well, that we, because Heather only stayed at the hospital one night. I didn't even get to that part. But Heather's parents uh, stayed with us three of those five nights, mostly to help with Felix. And that was very invaluable. So I really appreciate that, of course. And her sister living close definitely doesn't hurt. They're coming over again tonight just to just ease the load a little bit. Yeah. And also, you know, look, it's important to spend time with Felix. Like I took him to the park over the weekend and, you know, just, 
like Felix daddy time, but uh, he loves baby Lucy. Aww. He um, needs to learn how to be a little bit more gentle with her. And uh, he wants to pick her up. And I'm like, well, you know, not, not really that. It's like, oh, let's kiss her on the ear, not on the soft spot on the back of her head. You know, when she's crying, he'll say, it's OK, baby Lucy. It's very sweet. So, yeah, that was the other part about the whole thing with the with the delivery and the birth of being fast is that after the one night that my wife was there, <clears throat> I stayed there, too, uh, on a uh, almost comfortable couch. And uh, her doctor said, like, well, you can go home today if you want to. And we figured we'd be there at least two nights. But Heather was like, yeah, I kind of want to go. So that was another thing that happened fast, that we ended up home with her that much quicker. So, so. you're saying this was a flashpoint delivery. Exactly. <laughs> or uh, to bring it to the world of Mr. Rogers, a speedy delivery from uh, Mr. McFeely. Meow, meow. Uh, <laughs> you, you you reference Meow Meow Kitty, but uh, you know there's there's a whole spinoff world that Jason Blair knows where I'm going with this uh, with uh, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which is an animated show for preschoolers. That's a whole spinoff from the neighborhood of make believe from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, including a character who is the daughter of Meow Meow Kitty. What? Yeah, she has a daughter named Katarina, hmm. and uh, Felix just calls her Meow Meow Kitty, not Katarina. So <laughs> when I was back home, uh, we had to. Go to the O'Connors for Thanksgiving, which is my those sister. queers. Yeah, those friggin' eye rise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. My grandfather used to call Italians eye ties, and that's just that's funny. why I said yeah, it that way. I was, just, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, good times. Anyway, <laughs> it's my sister's boyfriend of forever. I've known yeah. this guy since I was thirteen. And so he's got his uh, sister has two kids, Robbie and Madeline. And Robbie's like young. I don't. He's probably two or three. I saw him last time I was there, and so he was like super pumped that I'd be there for Thanksgiving. And I guess he's into this thing, P PJ masks. Yeah, I know what it is. A, a, a kid who's a little bit older than Felix. Well, the kid's parents uh, definitely post a lot about it. And there was a PJ mask theme birthday party for this little boy and we're like I, I guess I mean it's a thing it clearly mm -hmm. I mean it looks like a thing like if I was two I'd probably be like alright yeah it's like Power Rangers or something you know, they yep. have color coded uniforms or something <laughs> they so. like wear their PJs and when it's time to go to bed they become superheroes yeah so basically it's if Hugh Hefner was Professor X yeah you know it's just like I got the silk PJs on <laughs> although I'm pretty sure Professor X got more tail than, I feel like uh, PJ masks is like pedophile like <laughs> <laughs> Pedophile, uh, what, what do they call it? When they're grooming. Oh, <laughs> like, grooming. Hey, wow. little kids, once you go to bed, just sneak out. <laughs> sneak out. You'll be super well, uh, we'll always defer to uh, Jason Blair, who has kids the right age, so I'm going to bet he knows about uh, PJ Masks as well. Uh, and by the way, I feel bad because of, uh, of a text, uh, well, a Facebook Messenger conversation I had with Jason Blair, where multiple times in the course of the, uh, the text, with well, a chain, really, the back and forth, he asked uh, wh when Heather's due date was. And um, Heather had already given birth, and I was just like, <laughs> do I want him to find out on the podcast? I wasn't really sure. And look, I have a message from Jeff Winstead right now from about an hour ago. How's Baby Watch going? See, I could tell him, but, uh, you know, I want people to find out this way. But it, it, the funny thing is that he was commenting on Thor and uh, he, there was a, an interesting post from our friend Dennis Miller that he wanted to share with me. And he wanted to know what Will thought of Thor Ragnarok compared to Justice League. And then my comments about 
the Led Zeppelin song and how they played it twice because it was so expensive. Mm -hmm. So we're having all of these conversations uh, when I could say, oh, by the way, I had a baby. But I was also like, I can't have a long conversation about it. I'm having like a good distraction conversation. So I apologize (laughs) via the black cast to Jason Blair for not just telling you sooner. But uh, the... Facebook time was a little minimal. We uh, it took us a week to actually get our Facebook post out, which uh, was today. So uh, interesting story about the song in Thor Ragnarok. I saw this uh, YouTube video where Taika Waititi was basically explaining how he even got the job. Yeah, because you think he was like a total indie director. Yeah, uh, it was purely from a sizzle reel, and it was like he had never made a sizzle reel in his life before. And it wasn't even his own stuff. He just cut together scenes of like other people's best stuff, oh, he said, cool. and did it to the immigrant, immigrant song. song. Yeah. And then so he, they saw that and they were like, yeah, yeah. Like, let's look at getting the rights to that song. Like literally yeah. his sizzle reel was the inspiration for them being like, we should get the rights to that song, which yeah. is probably why they play it twice. Yeah, that's definitely why they play it twice. But yeah. I think I also seeing it again uh, last night, I came to the conclusion that it's like, the way that the song is introduced in the movie makes perfect sense to me because it's like, if you didn't know the theme, um, what was going to happen in Thor Ragnarok, right? You just knew the title. Yeah. What would you think the ultimate fight of Thor Ragnarok would be between Thor and Surtur? Yes. Right. But that's the beginning of the movie. So they use this big epic, like if that had been the end of the movie and that song was playing, it would have been like, Oh, this epic battle between Surtur and Thor. And (laughs) Oh, bang, bang, bang. But then it just was like, actually, this was kind of just a prelude to what's going to happen. And so then once it became, again, time for it to be like the big ultimate battle, we bring back the immigrant song. And, you know, the ultimate battle is really what we've been talking about in this installment of the Black Cast now that we're uh, winding down in the final minute here. And it's the ultimate battle between um, parenting and sleep. And, uh, you know, it's a a little overrated. (laughs) It's all fairly overrated. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, so even though Will had his secret mission today i really wanted to include him in at least part of the conversation because i just thought it would be weird uh you know obviously i was just joking you know i i I don't hate jeff i just mildly dislike him it's not Mm -hmm. the same thing that's fine you know i tolerate you i mean i feel pretty much the same way about myself (laughs) (laughs) so uh but i was just like ah you know i even said to will i was like i'd just be weird if you weren't there let's just have you on the phone for a little bit uh you know while we talk about it and share with black cast nation but hopefully we get the three of us uh, in the studio soon and it you know just in case we don't maybe i'm i'm gonna periscope from will's uh, birthday party i'm thinking that that might need to happen i don't know what song the three of us could sing together. Will and I have Immigrant sung many, song. many kiss songs together, and I think at oh, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. we do and it I acapella, think, man. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we've got uh, some fun things coming up on the Blackcast. Uh, I'm gonna uh, <laughs> repurpose some uh, older interviews from uh, earlier in the year. I've got some other stuff coming up that uh, you know we're gonna still do some uh, some good shows uh, in the in the. Well, they're all gonna be great shows. <laughs> like we're gonna do some new shows. We're gonna generate stop new qualifying. Content. Stop yeah. qualifying. We're gonna do. We're gonna generate new content <laughs> in the in the months ahead. But uh, I'm gonna throw in some. Uh, stuff that people haven't heard before uh but i was just really unprepared 
prepared for all of this. Um, just because it was 21 days early, I was prepared to be a parent again. Uh, and that's really what it comes down to is just uh, how excited my wife and I are. And I wanted to share it because I feel like the listenership per episode of the Blackcast goes down significantly enough that I'm like, we really are a family at this point. You know, it, it's the three of us that do the show all the time and, and Ken who comes on sometimes. And, you, you know, Matt and Casey and like, you know, five other people basically. So it's a family. So I wanted to share with the family. But uh, we'll talk about some stuff that's going on in the news in the near future, hopefully with our friend Coltrane, but definitely with Will. So uh, there's so much coming up. And I don't know for sure. Oh, now I can use it. I was waiting for it. And I don't quite know what it is for next week and the week after. But uh, we're going to talk about Will's birthday party. We're going to talk about Christmas. You know what we'll do? We'll check my my tiredness level. I'll I'll put that on you, Jeff, and you can kind of see. And uh, We'll keep it Lucy. We'll keep it Lucy. Uh, anyway, so uh, for myself, Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ and the On a Secret Mission, Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore and Captain EO at Jeff DeRay, we will see you next time on the Blackcast. Can I go to bed now? <laughs> Picture yourself on a train in a station with plasticine porters with looking-glass ties. Suddenly, someone is there at the turnstile. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes. Christian will be in in a second. He was trying to talk to you, but only I get to talk to you because I have special powers. Have you guys started recording? He has started recording. So, yeah, he told me any racist things I say will be on record. Uh, Classically, we are staring at a bunch of tags for Straight Talk with Ross Matthews right now in the studio. Oh, yeah. I'll be in there at like 3.15 today. Uh, All right. So uh, we're going to get started, and I've uh, clued Jeff into my clever uh, premise that we're going to talk about Infinity War for like a minute or two and then uh, baby talk and at this point do you have a good idea when you need to go or are you just going to have to say hey I'm going to have to go in five minutes probably that Okay. here's uh, yeah. Chris Evans with a beard how handsome he's still handsome though Chris Evans no shit he's handsome uh, <laughs> yeah uh, Will you'd have to agree with that right Chris Evans with beard still very handsome right he's speechless that's how handsome he is you're really put off by it aren't you are you even still there will my guess is no (laughs) confirmation hey it's william sterling sorry i missed your call but leave me a message with your name and number and i'll call you back as soon as i can it's his voicemail at the tone please record your message when you've finished recording you may hang up or press one for more options hey will it's me leon stitch Shut up, you. You got a text. I got dropped and can't get back through. Will says he got dropped and can't get back through. Hello? Hello. This is movie. I made it. I made it, and then I got back through. All right. Excellent. Is there no engineer in the booth? No. No, it's just me. Yeah, I mean, Christian was running. Yeah, they back and they forth. have jobs to do, so I don't make them uh, engineer the black uh, So, Will. I don't I, know. 
my service dropped out for some reason. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen again. Okay. Right. Well, if it does, we'll we'll compensate. But we'll just dive right back in. Okay. <laughs> But Chris Evans is so fast that he can lap <laughs> the Washington Monument before uh, Anthony Mackie could even make it around once. On your right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he hated my joke. <laughs> Hello. Hoy hoy. You know that's how. All right. I Alec- guess we'll try this again. I keep fucking cutting out. That's all right. So uh, we're just gonna get right back into it. So, Will, okay. when, when and... Like, every time you talk about how quickly she came out of Heather, yeah. for whatever reason, I'm just imagining her with a violin in, like, advanced placement classes, just baby genius. Well, I mean, she's Chinese, so she's going to be a super genius. You Duh. Know? I mean... She's going to invent, like, some oh, kind of super no. Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, Will, were you reacting to something other than uh, our conversation about my daughter? Yeah, I'm... Uh-oh. Did we lose you again? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's the way he said, oh, no, and I then am. cut I out was, is I was worried disconcerting. About well. But we're still connected. Um, hey, Will, you still there? All right. Will, I hope you're okay. <laughs> and I wanted to do this one with no editing. <laughs> Five <laughs> cents for advice. Today. What's that? Ask Lucy. Yeah. Five cents Five for cents. advice. <laughs> oh, he just disconnected. Yo. Hey, can you hear us? Yes. Is everything going all right on the drive, Will? This is uh, Jeff. It's okay. Durant. We're 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 getting to our locate our destination here. Garfield, I need help. <laughs> Understatement of the year. As you know, clothes make the man. I need your frank opinion on what to wear for dinner. How about? The formal look. Semi-formal. Informal. High roller. The sporty look. Disco John. Beast. The rugged individualist. I'm running out of clothes, Garfield. You got any suggestions? Yeah, try dressing as yourself. Maybe if I just dressed as myself. Guy has a shaky grasp of the obvious.